Looking to expand your playlist? Well, Fat Lowell's Radio has got you covered. Lose your religion with Reverend Jess and Deacon Sam over on the Church Absurd. Hear nerd culture get dissected on the Fickle Fanboy with RPM. Get drunk at the round table with the designated drinkers. Hear solid and interesting interviews on Unseriously Serious. Do you want to get involved? Send your rant over to the League of Infuriated Nerds. Also, check out the Fat Lil's Radio Associated shows. Get your not-safe-for-work talk radio fix on The Robin Slim Show. Get some life advice from Jerry and Cal on From the Bottom. All of these shows and more await you at Fat Moles Radio. You can find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, and various podcast apps, as well as our website, fatmolesradio.us, HTTP, not HTTPS. We hope you enjoy the smorgasbord of shows we have prepared for you. Fat Moles Radio, stuff full of entertainment. And welcome to the 50th episode of the Fickle Fanboy. As always, I am your host, RPM, yada yada yada, blah blah blah, all that bullshit, so on and so forth. You've gotten the point by now. And today, because of the last two go-arounds, where we looked into the not-so-super world of that not-so-superman. And because we took a glance at those cartoons that, if ever given the chance, would make great movies, but because life's not fair probably won't ever get that chance. Because of those last two episodes, that shit got me thinking. Thinking about how those cartoon characters that we covered, and so many others, are beloved by so many. And how... Many of those pricks are 100% evil. 
through and through. And so, <laughs> no. This won't be an installment of Our Heroes Are Assholes. Not technically, anyway. No, no, no. But this will be a special one-off that takes a look at many of those characters that starred in our Saturday mornings who take it just a tad bit further than this dude's a dick. Because these animated associates that we're going to be talking about today are frankly the fucking devil in disguise. And so, before we waste any more time, I don't think that there's a better place to start with this shit than with that pint-sized Beelzebub himself, Caillou. Because... You know what, motherfucker? We need to have a come-to-Jeebus meeting. Alright, you whiny, bald son of a bitch. Because it's clear to me that you are waging a war on the world by using this current generation of our sweet innocent children as you run around disguised as some harmless cartoon character when really you're little more than a cue ball headed satan with a evil fiendish plot to try and take over the world <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see you. You're you're creating a generation of entitled, whiny little midgets who will absolutely, positively lose their shit and whine and complain. At the drop of a fucking Make America Great Again hat. Just to get their own way. And it's bad enough that we have a generation already, well, at least physically grown up. I don't know about mentally or emotionally. Who... Are already doing that shit. As they clog Twitter and Facebook with <laughs> more than slightly racist bullshit. So, because we already have that to deal with, you won't get away with this shit, you evil little bastard. Because you know how you're going about this dastardly plan of yours in the worst case of monkey see, monkey do, imaginable? Oh, shit. 
it just won't fly. Because you're leading by example on the sly. Oh, fly, sly. I'm a poet and I didn't know it. <laughs> Fuck it. But, but you wake up and you whine. And you go to sleep. And you whine. And in between, come hell or high water, whether at home, at school, at the grocery store, wherever the hell you are, you whine. And I don't know about the rest of the people out there, but I've had enough of you, you self-obsessed bitch. Because the moment that you don't get your way, you flail about and let the tears flow until you finally get everybody to succumb to your will. And then, you simply grin and go about your merry way. Because you finally got what you wanted. Until you don't get your way again. At which point, you start this shit all over again, you jackass. You're the single most annoying douchebag ever created. And to make it worse, you're constantly ruining the days of those around you is they have to stop what they're doing to placate you. And they do it because they love you. And they do it for the same reason that we as parents let our children watch your show. It's too fucking late. Which is where I step in. Because I see what you're doing. I know. And knowing is half the battle. But on to the next example of pure, uh, unadulterated evil. Because the Care Bears are wholesome and innocent as well. WRONG! <laughs> Cause <laughs> those little demonic teddy bears are undiluted sinful wickedness. Let me explain. Remember all those times that your parents told you to just be yourself? <laughs> I know mine fed me that line one too many times. And for those who haven't heard that before, before you do, let me just fill you in on this. They're setting your ass up.
but <laughs> the Care Bears. Oh, no matter how many times you've been fed that bullshit, they're here to say that <laughs> we can't have any of that. <laughs> we we just can't. Because they're here to monitor us, or at least the children of the world. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And the moment that they encounter someone that they see as sad, or depressed, or who simply doesn't conform to their views of what being... <laughs> Happy looks like. Well, once they come across you and not doing, quote, what you should be doing, they immediately intervene and line up in some sort of firing squad and shoot sunshine and rainbows. Right out of their ass, uh, their deceivingly cute tummies. Until the victim has succumbed to their will. And complete and total compliance is finally achieved. Through some sort of fucked up mind control that doesn't just control your mind. But your feelings, your just about all of your insides, really. <laughs> Possibly your liver, maybe a kidney or two. But they won't give in or give up until you have finally bowed to their power. And, <laughs> frankly, to me, Lionheart and the gang may seem innocent enough, but those sweet, kind, lovable little bastards are nothing more than tiny little dictators right up there with Caillou. As they... Bounce and trounce around in sheep's clothing, trying to tell your kids that it's okay to try and change someone until they act the way that you think they should act. And uh, that's really, that's really their message. And this message is dangerous. It's evil, as I said. And this fucking message is exactly why I have them on the list. But because there's just too many of them in their little gang, I don't have enough time in the day to go one by one right on down the line and touch on every last one of those fucking beasts. So, I'm just gonna leave it there. And next up is Peter Pan.
Because where do I begin? To me, he, he, he may be in the middle of the list. But in my opinion, he is the worst of the worst. And frankly, he is just... Fuck, I, I don't even know how to describe how evil he is. He's a seemingly ageless, immortal preteen who cuts off a man's hand and feeds it to a nearby croc for the mere fact that he thought that shit was funny and wanted to get a laugh out of a few of his so-called friends, who are nothing more than children that he and his tiny little girlfriend have kidnapped only to keep them against their will, or at least against their better judgment, once they've reached Neverland. Which, I'm sure, is just a metaphor for drugs and some sort of drug culture, with it being this pure, beautiful land where the longer that you're there, the more that you forget about your former life. As you learn how to fly and how to fend for yourself. With not a care in the world. Except for authority. And all the while, your seemingly fearless leader publicly humiliates anyone who opposes him or questions his reasoning for doing any of this or anything he damn well pleases. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And he's also sleeping around on his minuscule main woman who would do anything for him as he goes behind her back and fucks mermaids. And without even getting into the logistics of how that would work, or how he could do such a thing, and I'm not talking about cheating on his woman, I'm talking about the fact that mermaids are basically fish from the abdomen on down. But even if they weren't, that's still fucked up, dude. So, yeah. He kidnaps kids. He's immortal. He's violent as fuck. And he hasn't met a piece of tail that he doesn't want to bag and tag. And he's constantly trying to build his tiny little army of pint-sized pipsqueaks in hopes that he can overthrow the authority of the land and finally rule all that he sees. And somehow, <laughs> somehow, 
that's only slightly more fucked up than Jerry the Mouse, who is next on the list. And again, I know a lot of you are going to say, Jerry, how can you put him on the list? <laughs> Listen, poor Tom was just trying to be a fucking cat, okay? And I'm not a cat person, and I know cats themselves are just assholes on four legs. So Tom probably wasn't easy to live with. And on some level, he might have at least kinda sorta deserved everything. I won't say everything, but a good 75%. Of what he got. But the fact that Jerry just wouldn't leave him alone eventually. And that extra 25% is exactly why Jerry made the list. Because he was, he was a bully if I ever saw one. And if the cartoon was more like the real world that we deal with today, I'm not quite sure that he wouldn't be into cyberbullying. Because the injustices that were dealt to that cat, who was, again, just trying to live his life, and be left alone other than that pretty little pussy cat that would show up once in a while. Those injustices that we saw time and time again that were put upon this feline were nothing if they weren't absolutely horrendous. I mean, the whole cartoon was the perfect example of an abusive relationship. Because <laughs> Jerry would spend all day beating the shit out of Tom with frying pans and hot pokers and just anything he could get his hands on. And then he'd end it all with <laughs> doing something at least half-admirable, just so they could end the day in a way that basically says, I'm sorry, baby. And that way he could kind of mean it, but not really. But he could fool Tom just enough so that he could lull the poor bastard into a false sense of security, so that he'd stay and allow the same shit to happen tomorrow. And that fucking twat just kept tormenting him. Over and over, day in and day out, and then there's Tom's gal pal that I mentioned just a second ago. 
I'm sure that if Jerry wasn't hung like a fucking mouse, he was such a dickwad that he probably would have taken no pause at all to simply grab that pussy by the pussy and take Tom's girl in a New York minute. Because, yeah, I know that my regular segment is our heroes are assholes. But he was just the worst kind of special asshole that there is. And thus, he could probably end up as the President of the United States of America. And like the Prez, he'd probably waste absolutely no moment at all to befriend other asshole mice. As he started half-heartedly joking, but not really, about how much easier dictators have it. <laughs> And then he'd probably make the moves to become one himself. And given time, in a group of dicks, he'd eventually become the biggest. He'd become a dictator and make life a living hell for all cats. And then, for all humans. And then, we'd find ourselves in a world that, <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, isn't exactly too far from the world that we see ourselves staring down the barrel of right now. And once he ends up going out of his way to fuck with us, he would do so day in and day out, probably even fucking up the environment, which is already going down the shitter thanks to you-know-who. And then we'd all be fucked and future generations wouldn't have a chance in hell, which, in that case, is exactly where they'd be. And the funny shit is that he's not the only cartoon that could probably find their place on a GOP ticket sooner rather than later. Because Scrooge McDuck is nothing if he's not Duckburg's answer to the Donald. Okay, I mean, let's, let's look at it. He's a heartless piece of shit who's driven by me and only cares about money to the point that he's enshrined the first dime he's ever made is he constantly seeks a thrill ride in life 
all over the globe, completely out of touch with those around him. Well, he has absolutely no problem putting his family in danger. And that, along with the dictator-loving tendencies that he'd probably share with Jerry. Does that shit sound like anyone you know? And fuck the Looney Tunes, too, while we're at it. Because while no one of those merry melodic dickheads is all that devilish by themselves, collectively, they are the most sinister shitheads I've ever seen, if I do say so myself. <laughs> Which, if you've been listening... By now, you know I do. But simply put, no matter where you look, the Looney Tunes characters are... Well, assholes would be putting it lightly. E even evil would be putting it lightly. Because let's just look at a few, okay? Daffy, for example. <laughs> that damn duck is selfish, arrogant, and narcissistic. And really, I can't say that that's exclusive to him. Because then there's Pepe Le Pew, who would probably, by this point, be a lifelong member of any number of sex offender lists all over the world. And those cats that he's been trying to bed but not wed for more years than I can count would likely be loud and proud members of the Me Too movement by now. And then, <laughs> there's that good old boy down on the farm, Foghorn Leghorn, who, uh, he constantly abuses other animals, which I suppose could probably be seen as a hate crime in the context that it's given to us and was constantly confronted with hens who he indeed hit and then quit, if you catch my drift. And when they finally showed up at his door later on with their kid, who probably could be, and likely is, his, his usual response was little more than, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, lady. I say, I say, do I know you? I say, I say, that, that kid don't even look like me. <laughs> sorry, Foggy, because you are the father. And then, 
there's Marvin the Martian. And that little green fucker was always trying to take over the world. So, I mean, there's that. And then... <laughs> I got nothing. Really, there's just the whole taking over the world thing. And I feel that that's enough to allow him a spot on the list. And Speedy Gonzalez... You just made the list! Because your super-powered super-asshat was always just a little too full of yourself. As you used your powers for personal gain rather than <laughs> any sort of greater good. Unless you were helping out one of your homies or some cute little piece of mouse tail. So, yeah, you're on the list. And then there's bugs. And ain't no living let live with bugs, I'll tell you. Bugs is a smug asshole if I've ever seen one. And when he's not pulling so-called pranks on those that are trying to fuck with him, he gets bored and starts fucking with just about anyone that he lays eyes on. And these so-called pranks would, in reality, oftentimes kill his enemy <laughs> at hand. As he drops anvils and lets frying pans fly and dynamite explode <laughs> all around him. As he innocently breaks the fourth wall, asking, Ain't I a stinker? But no, Bugs. You're a cock goblin. You self-important, long-eared little fucker. And that's to say nothing of the fact that you and all your fucking besties are absolutely the worst kind of racists that any animated universe has ever fucking seen. <laughs> I mean, if there was such a thing, you and your buddies would be the alt-right of the WB animated universe. What with your horrible and horribly frequent impression of just about every bad stereotype that the Asian people have ever had. And then, there's the <laughs> end-all, be-all. Because no matter how hard I try to forget, Cole Black and the Seven Dwarves will always haunt my dreams. Because... <laughs> holy shit! Just, just, just that. Just holy shit. That's 
I mean, that's really all I can say. I, I, I don't even know where to start or end. And I'm afraid that if I start on this one, I'm never gonna end. Because the fact that we were ever subjected to such a thing blows my mind. And then, it's a very slippery slope between that and realizing that our parents let us watch this shit. Which, in all cases, well, from the looniest of tunes all the way to Mr. Krabs, who, uh, he just barely missed the list. What with the uh, whole revelation that I had that, fuck, man. You know, I mean, pork chops are made of pork. So, what the hell do you think Krabby Patties are made of? I mean, let's face it. The man is obviously a cannibal. Making an easy buck off of killing his own species. And then grinding them up. <laughs> grilling them. Slapping them on a bun. And feeding it to others. And, yeah, that definitely means that, if anything, he's an asshole among assholes. But evil? I just wasn't sure about it. But no matter where you look, on any given day on Cartoon Network, or any of the Nickelodeons. Just keep this in mind. All these cartoons are filled with pure, heinous monstrosities. <laughs> and then realize that we let our kids watch all these damn cartoons that set such good examples. But it's not our fault. No, no, no. It's the fault of... It's, it's the fault of our parents. And possibly, depending on their age, it's the fault of their parents. Because from the dawn of cartoon time, well, <laughs> parents have been shoving us in front of TVs as we consume tune after tune. And because they did so, we don't know any better because the shit that our kids are watching now are nowhere near as bad as the shit that we've been watching all this time. Because 
the Looney Tunes on down the line have created a massive amount of arrogant, narcissistic, racist pricks. And so, because of that, we're surrounded by assholes who think nothing of abusing and mistreating each other, whether it be man, woman, or child, as they all look down on each other and anyone who is slightly different than them. And they look at them as being strange and scary, and therefore wrong in just every way possible. And that's the world that we live in, and it's the fault of those that came before us. For as long as parents have said, Go on, Timmy. Go watch your cartoons while Daddy and Mommy uh, take care of some business in the bedroom. Because let's look at it, really and realistically. They've been teaching us this behavior <laughs> for as long as Looney Tunes has been on the air. And they debuted in 1930. And they had a wonderful run <laughs> all the way up until 1969. And so, even though I'm sure that there were bad examples, <laughs> and possibly even worse examples, before Looney Tunes ever showed up, let's just, for the sake of argument, use that as sort of a point to start looking at the uh, effects that plague us now. Because <laughs> they debuted in 1930, and their original run went all the way to, well, damn near 40 years later. And so those that grew up on the original run all the way from politics to the business boardroom. They're the ones that were more than likely raised on the show's original run. And then, you look at the state that the world is in now, and... You realize that, <laughs> shit, we've always kind of been fucked. <laughs> and it's, it's not because of anyone around us. Well, actually, you know what? It's because of everyone around us. <laughs> but it's not necessarily all their fault. Because even they were taught life lessons by characters who can be seen as 
evil. And if you look at it through this lens, it's fairly obvious that those cartoony cocksuckers are... Well, if they're not to blame, they didn't help the fucking situation, okay? They are indeed the devils that made the devils that we deal with on a regular basis. And they had at least a small hand in making us. And now... Uh, actually, I, I don't know. That, that's all I had, really. That that was the uh, end of the list. <laughs> I saved what I felt was the best for last. And so, there you go. Cartoon characters who are, in fact, Satan. But if you don't agree with me, or if you like this shit and want to let me know, or if you just <laughs> want to shoot the shit just because you're bored, be sure to hit me up and let me know. Because you can find me on Twitter at, at FickleFanboyRPM or on Instagram at the Fickle Fanboy Podcast, or on the Fickle Fanboy Facebook page. And you can even contact me at the Fickle Fanboy at gmail.com. Probably sure to mention that by now. Or you can hit me up with some snail mail at P.O. Box 1235, Campton, Kentucky, 41301. But until next time, I'm out of here. But if you miss me, you can head on over to the Fat Lulz Radio website at fatlulzradio.us. And even check out any of the other number of great Fat Lulz Radio Network shows. <laughs> like The Wonderful Church Absurd. And I'm not just saying that because I was recently on the damn thing. It's, it's one of my favorite shows uh, other than mine. I try to never miss a service. But keep in mind, it sure as hell ain't for the faint of heart. So, have fun with that shit. And come to think of it, tell Reverend Jess, tell him I sent you. And tell him I said hi. And tell him I said That hi. is one fine looking penis. But until next time, remember folks, this has been a Fat Lols Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. And I'll be seeing you.